Welcome to the Redbird Review, hosted by Bryson French. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode three of the Redbird Review, sponsored by The Third Out. Today is May 23rd, and it is a beautiful day for baseball. And it has been quite a week for Cardinals fans. And there is actually a ton of things that we have to talk about over the next few episodes. Um, We will discuss issues with the Cardinals broadcast. We will discuss injuries for the team. We'll discuss newcomers, prospects coming up, prospects in the minors, um, and poor base running by the Cardinals. Um, So a lot of different things to discuss, and we're going to break those up over the next few episodes. And I'm actually going to put out a few episodes this week. Um, But for today's episode, we are going to focus on the broadcast. This has been a major hit on Twitter in Cardinal Nation, and it has really, it's been two things, and the first of which is just a growing amount of complaints regarding Jim Edmonds and how he calls games. Now, obviously, uh, Jim Edmonds knows a lot about the game. He is a player that I respect greatly. And he has good knowledge of the game, and he has, I mean, he's a great Cardinal. He's a Cardinal, you know, legend may be a strong word, but he is a true Cardinal, um, won multiple gold gloves, and a pivotal part of the 06 World Series team. So, love that guy, honestly. But people do not like him as an announcer. Uh, His broadcasting ability is a little lacking. Uh, His commentating has received serious hate, and some of the reasons on Twitter include lame comments, a fake laugh. Some refer to it as a Kamala laugh. That wasn't my term, but it was on Twitter a couple times. And he just doesn't understand the algorithms. He trusts the eye test, kind of a the ultimate Tony LaRusa guy. Now, you know, people obviously don't like him as an announcer, um, but, you know, just with the game changing and stuff, you know, his, his old style of things, um, it's hard to have that now. And, you know, just as the game is becoming more modern, uh, people are learning to appreciate, you know, what is the stat cast era and, you know, those old guys, you know, I hate to call them old guys because they're not all old, but like, I don't know, I like, I like stat cast, I like the news stuff, but, um, you know, I don't, I don't like just, you know, hearing about the eye test all the time, but I don't want to unload on Edmund, you know, you know how I do it on this channel, I don't want to just unload a bunch of hate on a guy and then, you know you know, kind of just criticize him and then just walk off. Um, But I do believe it is important to address kind of the way Cardinals fans are feeling, honestly. Um, So I do want to make this constructive for Edmonds. Um, But before I get into that, before I get into how I can fix things, I just want to take a moment to look at the Cardinals' history uh, with broadcasting. So, you know, the Cardinals obviously have one of the best and largest fan bases in the MLB. It's widely considered, um, even if it's by its own um, consideration, it's considered the smartest fans in baseball. And, you know, I personally like that title, best fans in baseball, smartest fans in baseball, however you put it. But, you know, the question is, how did how did the Cardinal fan base grow to that? I mean, it's a team in Missouri. You know, St. Louis, Missouri, kind of in the middle of nowhere in a sense. How do we grow to the fan base that we have today? I mean, I live in West Virginia. How did it happen that I became a Cardinals fan? And really, I think it just boils down to KMOX. Kind of how it all started. And this was a long time ago, back in the days of radio. Um, But KMOX was one of the largest radio networks in the United States. And their signal reached all over the country. And so they used their large reach um, of the radio to, you know, kind of advance the Cardinals 
you know, who heard the team. You know, anybody who listened to radio could hear, you know, probably their local team, but they could also hear the Cardinals. And, you know, pairing that wide range with great announcers who were, you know, obviously good at announcing, but they were also very educational. That's kind of how the Cardinals grew their fan base to what it was, um, even back in radio times. And it's kind of just sustained that point. Um, but, you know, just so many great announcers over the years. I mean, you had uh, France Locks, you had Dizzy Dean, Milo Hamilton, uh, Joe, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's last name, uh, Garagiola, Buddy Blattner, Harry Carey. Actually, I didn't know Harry Carey was a Cardinals announcer at one point, but he was up until 1950 uh, for KMOX. And then you had Jack and Joe Buck, who were both for the Cardinals. And then you had Shannon and Rooney uh, more recently. So, you know, these guys were stars, and, you know, they made the country fall in love with not just the Cardinals, but they made the, you know, fans love fall in love with the game. Um, and that's really what Cardinal baseball is all about, right? It's about loving the game and, you know, teaching the game as well. And so that's kind of how the Cardinals grew to what they are. It's how they got this, the, you know, the smartest fan base in baseball. That's how they got that reputation. And they've just held it, you know, obviously things you know, moving more towards TV, you know, away from radio. Obviously, Rooney and Horton are great, but, you know, the future is TV. So it's really important for the Cardinals to replicate, you know, this on the TV side of things, what they've done with the broadcast on the radio sides of things. Um, so that's kind of my background getting into this. Now, with that in mind, let's look a little more specifically at Edmund. Now, you know, the first concern that came from Twitter uh, was just the the random off base quotes or you know what what people refer to as lame comments. Now, I think part of fixing this is just being aware of it. You know, I don't really have um, something to say of oh, don't talk about this, talk about that. You know, it's not always that simple, but it's just something of being aware that people don't like you know this comment. So steer away, steer clear of that. Um, it's just learning from your mistakes. Really, comes with that one. Um, and I think the fake laugh, you know, that, you know, kind of falls into the, the same category. You just got to fix it. Um, you know, I don't personally know how you do it. That's kind of something personally you have to figure out for yourself. Obviously, Edmund's not listening right now, but I'm just saying um, if you want to fix something like that, you just you have to decide you're going to do it first. And I think if you know that people don't like it, it's one of those things that's probably a little easier to just be like, all right, got to stop doing that. Let me put something else in that place. And, you know, you're a pro, like you're in a field of communication, you should be able to fix something in your field, right? Like if, if I'm a baseball player, and, you know, my fastball, and my curveball have two different release points, and hitters are picking up on it, and it's pretty clearly a mistake. If I can't fix that, I don't deserve to be in that field. And I think it comes back to that same thing in the field of communication and broadcasting. If you can locate a problem and not fix it, then you don't deserve to be in that field. And you know, I hate to be that harsh on Edmund, but I I think you can fix these things, you know, those two especially. And I think it's just an awareness issue of knowing that you need to fix it first off. Um, the next step is kind of just more um, getting with the modern style of baseball. Now, you know, there's no more just trusting the eye test. You know, that's something guys say a lot that, you know, all the analytics say this, but I just trust my eye test on this. I like this guy, despite what the numbers say. Listen, I don't really care about your personal opinion on a guy. Give me the numbers. Tell me he's really good or he's really not. Why is he good? Why is he not? 
trust the analytics, you know, talk about StatCast. I think those things are cool. I think a lot of the younger generation thinks those numbers, those, uh, like, you know, just getting, you know, exit velocity and launch angle and those kind of things, spin rate, those things are cool. And, you know, just being like, oh, I don't trust that, and this guy doesn't have that, that really disconnects with me or with other younger generation players watching this game who trust the analytics and like the numbers like that. Um, you know, and again, I rant about this as if, you know, they're going to hear me, but hey, maybe if you guys share this podcast, we can get it out to the right people and maybe we can make a change. Um, but now, you know, let's move on to the next topic with the Cardinals broadcast. So that's Edmonds. That's kind of just a local Cardinals broadcast problem that I've seen a lot about on Twitter, people complaining about that. Um, but moving on, there were other problems this week and, you know, Cardinals fans were just going off on Twitter and I feel for them. Um, so the Cardinals weekend series against the Pirates was a three game series and all three games, all three were on different streaming surface services. So game one was on Apple TV. Now Apple TV was free or the, the you know, this game was free on Apple TV um, but that's only going to last for so long. Apparently, they're only going to do a couple more months of free games on Apple TV before you have to start paying for the games that are exclusively on Apple TV. But it was free this Friday. And, you know, uh, the second game, game two, which was on Saturday, was on your, you know, your regular cable networks. And so that means it was also on MLB TV. Um, so just depending on which subscription you normally have would, you know, suffice there. And then Game 3, Sunday, was on Peacock. Now, this one was not free, so you had to pay $5 just to watch one game. And, yeah, I mean, I wasn't very happy about that because, well, I'm a cheap college student, and I didn't pay $5. And then Pujols hit two home runs, and Yadier pitched, so I missed out on that. Um, And so maybe this is just me being a little grumpy. But, you know... I just don't understand the logic behind why they did this. I mean, I understand why, but I don't think it was that practical. And, you know, just a little background, like, you know, as a child, it's kind of nostalgic for me. It's kind of the reason that I didn't take a liking to it. And I know Twitter had their own reasons for, you know, having to pay $5 to watch a game is not that enticing to a lot of people. But for me, as a child growing up, you know, I lived in West Virginia. And the only games I could watch were the Reds games and the Pirates games and the nationally televised games, which were basically ESPN and Fox, all right? Um, So whenever the Cardinals um, went to the Reds or the Pirates, those were the chances where I got to see the Cardinals play. And so I really looked forward to that. And, you know, know, the only other time I got to see the Cardinals play was if they were on ESPN or Fox, which was obviously less often than when they played the Cardinals, or excuse me, when they played the Reds or the Pirates. So... You know, Pirates games are obviously pretty nostalgic for me, and I honestly kind of wanted to, you know, spend this weekend watching the games, and I was actually hoping to maybe watch one on Root Sports. I do like the Pirates announcers as well. They are pretty good at what they do. And, you know, I was only able to watch one game on that network, which was Saturday. And Friday's game was on Apple TV, and, you know, their announcers weren't particularly the greatest. I mean, I guess they were all right, but I, you know... I think I've done enough ranting. I'm not going to talk about how they performed on Apple TV, but like, I don't know. It wasn't as good as the guys on Root Sports would have been, that's for sure. And, you know, um, you know, feel like Cardinals fans, you know, need to have their opinion heard, but like, 
that was game one. And then, you know, game two was fine. You know, that was normal. And then game three was also unwatchable. So you only had one game of a weekend series where you could watch it. And so that was kind of rough. Um, yeah, just not a big fan of that. Not a big fan of what they did there. Um, but as far as MLB goes, why they're doing this, you know, the purpose is pretty clear. Um, they're putting the games on Apple and Peacock. Um, you know, they're just trying to grow the game and get more fans by reaching more streaming services, reaching more fans. All right, that makes sense. But they're doing it by taking games away from current fans. Um, so, like, if you're going to put a game on a new streaming service, don't take it off of your old streaming services. So, like, don't make it unavailable on MLB TV and don't take it away from cable. Or, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I don't see the purpose of having a whole new Apple TV squad go out and announce these games when you could just contract, you know, the guys who do it at Root Sports to do your Apple TV one as well. Or, you know, Ballet, South Ballet Southwest, which is the Cardinals now. So, like, just contract them to come through and use that and just put it on Apple TV as well. So you have the same broadcast, just on different streaming services. I don't know. Maybe that's a little difficult, but I think that would be the best way to take care of their fans. That's for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, at least let the cable companies run it still. Like, even if you're going to use your own announcers on Apple TV, you know, still let the, the cable companies do it. And I know that's going to hurt the numbers, but at least you're not hurting your fans. Now, you know... Uh, oh, the other problem, I forgot about this problem, um, with the Apple TV is there just, you know, a ton of TV issues, you know, I had something where I was like, I didn't have what it took at the moment on Saturday, I wasn't in my room, and so I couldn't, uh, get the game on TV, so I had to watch the game on my iPad, and, you know, it's just, watching the game on the iPad versus the TV is just not the same, um, you know, obviously the screen was a lot, a lot different, the sound quality was different, like, I don't know. Just wasn't the best experience, and again, Cardinals fan on Cardinals fans on Twitter were just going off about it. Um, but yeah, just putting these things out here. I think they need to be fixed. I know this was kind of a a ranting episode, um, but I just feel like you know the Cardinals fans deserve to have their opinion heard. But we do have a lot more positive things to talk about in the next couple episodes, and I intend to do uh, an episode a day for the next couple of days just to get through all the exciting things that happened this weekend. I mean, we got the prospects. We had Gorman come up, and then we had a bunch of injuries. And then, yeah, we had some problems on the base pass, which I intend to talk about. And so, yeah, I got a couple of podcasts planned out, and I just decided to break them up over the first couple of days. Decided to get the most negative one out of the way. But, again, if I talk negatively about something, it's because I want it to change, and I want to propose a way for you know, things to get better. And I can do that with Edmund. I can tell, you know, if Jim and Jim Edmonds were listening to me right now, I could tell him, hey, you know, be a little more positive about the analytics. You know, watch what your comments are. Take note of what people do and don't like. You know, fix that. I could tell him that. I can't really talk to MLB and be like, hey, fix your broadcast system. Uh, stop putting on so many streaming services. That's a little more negative and a little more ranty of me. But yeah, I mean, I just wanted to, you know, Get the Cardinals fans' thoughts out there. I know if you're listening to this, you may have had the same thoughts from the weekend. And if you're not on Twitter, you probably wouldn't have noticed um, all those things that were being said. But it was just kind of ridiculous uh, having to get three streaming services for three three games. Um, you know, if it were you know if there were one game this year on Peacock and one game on Apple TV, 
and you know they weren't in the same series, that would be something else. Um, but they just happened to fall in the same series on a weekend, and so that was kind of unfortunate. But yeah, that is today's episode. That is episode three, and make sure to come back tomorrow for episode four. See you guys.